0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Just to tell you, I guarantee you might, may make a mistake.
4: Oh, wait, mistakes are the name of the game. Should we count you in? Go. <laughs>
3: Someone to try and make me laugh this
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to do the whole thing without laughing. Say good night, Harry. Good night, Good night. Thank you very much. Yay. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll send you uh, ten grand for that. Good. <laughs> Old Man Said Podcast. It's time for the unapologetic and dysfunctional Villa Christmas Special, 2022 Special. Joining me, Mr. Phil Shaw, Mr. Mr. (laughs) He's back.
3: Hello,
4: everyone. Mr. Dan Rogers and Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. (laughs) hello 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 somebody's somebody's fallen over sorry
3: that, that was my christmas <laughs> bear falling got wiped
4: out. <laughs> he's finished he's done anybody who's uh, new to this podcast traditionally well the last couple of years we've done a uh, multi-part multi-faceted unapologetic and dysfunctional christmas special this year there'll be three parts couple probably before Christmas, one shortly after. And uh, there's also a part four making of for the uh, My Old Man Said members, which uh, all kinds of stuff that you don't really want to put out in the public domain. (laughs) 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 And that's quite long at the moment. We'll see how it edits down. Just we have to take the libelous stuff out, I think. It's freeform, so uh, you have to really like the show to uh, dig it. (laughs) Right, uh, how are you guys? I, to get in the mood of this, I've actually had two mince pies. I've gone method on this, so I'm uh, ready to... Yeah, uh, I've gone down a different method route, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
4: yes, uh, we will. Uh, coming up in uh, this part of uh, the Unapologetic Dysfunctional Villa Christmas My oh Man Said special for 2022, we will... Uh, have a Villa year in a Villa minute. We'll uh, also look at our anti-climax of the year, best limbs moment, then discuss the calendar year of 2022 in depth, as well as uh, start to count down our top five and uh, the Mailman said members top five players of the year. Also look at the most improved player and then look at our our personal highlights and lowlights for the year 2022 so to kick things off normally this features on something for the weekend our second show of the week which normally goes out uh, on a thursday stroke friday but we traditionally like to start off uh, these christmas shows by reflecting on the year in the same style so uh chris bird will actually go method as he regales <laughs> a villa year in a villa minute Have we got a Christmas watch sponsor for this? No, it got stolen in, truce, ah, in true and, and I wonder by who? I wonder by who? I'll just look through the pile of sponsor watches we haven't managed to sell from last year. Right, I'll count you in. Three, two, one. After Steven Gerrard
0: described a January mini-break of 18 days as gold dust to reset his team's identity, expectations were high after his promising start to the end of 2021. Boss new January signings arrived in the form of Dino and Felipe Coutinho, Despite the annual third-round exit being rubber-stamped at Old Trafford and defeats to Shite, Newcastle and Watford, three back-to-back wins had Villa sitting ninth position in the table, but a woeful run of two wins in the last 11 games saw them finish 14th. With that gobshite hinting he didn't have the tools to do the job, Villa acted fast. In came Camara and Diego Carlos before the window even had opened, with a Dendonche, a notable late window addition. Eyebrows were raised when Mings was asked as captain to make way for McGinn. After a promising pre-season down under, the new season began with four league defeats in the first five, but at least our Dougie had learned to score from corners. Results never improved. Gerard's stuttering style and tactical ineptitude continued and the pressure mounted. The final nail in the coffin came at Craven Cottage after a tonking by the Thames. Sacked in the morning sang the away end. He was gone by the time the coach got back to B6. Villa decided it was time to get serious and called on Unai Emery to hopefully add to his tally of Europa League trophy wins. He started by ending a 27-year wait for a win over Man United at Villa Park with an impressive 3-1 win before chalking up their first away win of the season before the World Cup break. The year also saw Villa releasing plans for the redevelopment of the North Stand alongside a move back to the round badge year ended with four Villa players jetting off to the Qatar World Cup, although only Martinez would make it past the second round. The rest of the squad went to Dubai to prepare for the Boxing Day restart match against Liverpool. Will 2023 finally bring the progress the Villa hierarchy have promised? Up the purse slow. Get up there, boy. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you all.
4: Ooh... (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 sorry was I a bit pe- oh hang on it's out of control this bear. right uh thanks for that mr bud i always look at villa as a bit of a soap opera now and it certainly was i think nobody expected at the start of the year for gerard to be leaving before the year ended
5: no it was like a, a, a season in a tv series where it didn't advance the story Any, you were
4: back where you were before it started yeah it was it, i mean it was quite a seismic collapse really because uh, this was uh the golden hope of Villa to get to the next level, and obviously uh, Persolo's trump card in being able to uh, get Gerard at Villa, and you know, obviously in the media boosts our cachet. But uh, I think it's a when you look back, it was uh, from the start of the year to the end of the year. It's a big surprise what happened because you know it's kind of humble pie, isn't it, for uh, the hierarchy? Yeah, big it time. really went tits big up. Time. So, uh, in terms of anti-climax of the year. 2022. I mean, there's one we just mentioned. <laughs> just a whole lot. Yeah, there's there's a few. There's a few. Yeah, give, give I mean, us that's a probably bit of a podcast in its own, Is it? isn't it? Or a podcast yeah, series I mean, of its this, own. I mean, just let's just round off Gerard first. I mean, uh, do we have to? We just finish him off first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, crikey. I mean, it, it as the Villa minutes said uh, at the start. It was a good start for Gerard at the back end of 21. Mm-hmm.
0: Was it four mm. wins and five? Four and six or something? It was. It was. It was. It was yeah.
4: yeah sorry, four good? and six. Was it really? Yeah. But then there was that period where because of the first of all, there was that COVID mm-hmm. break. I think that it was like it kind of gave him two weeks on the training ground. Cause obviously Gerard just dropped in mid season. So, uh, the inbuilt excuses. Oh, wait until he, you know, he has a full preseason I mean, and has his own players. I mean, that's, that always, you know, but he had that kind of mid January period of 18 days, which, uh, everybody kind of muted as a, uh, Mini pre season, and it was kind of the time on the training ground that he actually needed. And so, all you can think of, the only narrative you're thinking of, is we can only get better. This, this short brief thing. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) But uh, we seem to uh, regress. The more time you spent with them on the training ground, the worse we got. (laughs) Is that a fact? Yeah. No, it's a trend, (laughs) David. It's over 30 years of me watching this war club. Hmm. But that that was the you know the biggest yeah. anti climate She thought, yeah, there's potential there four wins out of six. But now we know it's that's just like a, the new manager bounce. Yeah, that's all it was. And even when you know you had that little three-game
0: running in, you know, when it was Brighton, Leeds, and Southampton, it was like
3: I don't remember this this this. Yeah, you know, they went up to ninth, remember didn't They, they were
0: playing well, and then and then it just whoa
3: ninth. No,
4: four up against Southampton <laughs> half time, weren't we?
2: Jesus, Gerard, oh, Gerard was
4: coming out yeah. with you know bold statements, mm. saying so, you know this club hasn't been in the top ten since you know eighteen seventy six, <laughs> and uh, you know so so if he finished in ninth, then it's it's already a success. Is that when story. he got that full length, like
3: feature length interview with Carragher about what his long term plan uh. for the club was? And he was gone, but four <laughs> nine later,
4: he's in the job centre. <laughs> Stevie, lad, what's your vision? But no, I mean it's still. I was quite astounded how it how it has actually collapsed because no- normally these things fizzle out, don't they, over a period of time? It was pretty impressive <laughs> collapse. Okay? No, I mean, you wouldn't you, you would have said two seasons before you know before it all went tits up because you know there I was when personally Gate crashed that uh, fan consultation meeting on the badge on the the last meeting on the badge. Somebody asked him about the Stephen Gerrard position, and he said the thought hasn't even crossed my mind about you know new manager and i said well liar. he was a liar and i said i don't know if you if you realize this but you're actually getting it as well because you're symbiotic uh, to gerard and he said Did he right. glanced down at his phone and he was calling <laughs> it jorge Mendes <laughs> <laughs> hello jorge a week later he was gone so uh, maybe there was that you know just saying yeah people don't like you now it was like oh, i
0: must do something yeah, about him this. or me he's going
4: yeah, he's yep. going. But anyway, so the other anti-climax, which is, is pretty much high up there, has got to be Felipe Coutinho.
3: <sighs> no! Uh, <sighs> no, who
4: would have guessed?
5: He's a broken man, isn't he? Yeah, David's friend from Barcelona would have guessed. He warned him off.
4: Yeah, he said he's a fraud. I didn't know well, he, he knew the English word fraud. He probably <laughs> learnt it when he saw Coutinho. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever
3: I see Aston Villa pop up, I think fraud.
4: Think <laughs>
5: flaggers. Yeah, our magicians, not frauds. He was a little magician. Yeah, a yeah. little fraud. And it, magicians and it started are fraud, so yeah, well
0: for him fall. as well. It started and well. We had moments we thought, wow.
3: Um, I am an optimist for him. I mean, he's got a bad injury at the moment. Is it is it wrong of me to be optimistic? Am I am I naive? Am I? Well, no, no, we're,
0: we're, we love a bit of optimism. There's a player there. You just you aren't going to get it consistently, but you are going to get moments. Just ten
3: years ago, I don't think it's yeah. I, I think don't think it's a lack of effort on
5: Coutinho's part. I mean, he does look like he's trying. I mean, people say he's you know he doesn't close down, doesn't stick a foot in. But I I think he continues trying. trans. Just he's in the wrong bit of the pitch all the time.
3: Yeah, but I try, I, I I like to appear like I'm trying every time
4: <laughs> whether I am for my employer or. not. I think we are all into. Uh, uh, each older than Coutinho by, you know, a few years, but he looks older than all of us. That he looks, is true. Yeah, he looks that quite, his face, he's got like, you know, crow's feet and wrinkles. <laughs> Caricature. He looks, <laughs> looks a bit uh, <laughs> like a beat up, beat up uh, magician. <laughs> <laughs> right, as <that's> an image. <laughs> I have been drawn by Disney, but is there salvation there? Do
0: you think? I think there might be little moments, but we probably won't get, a, we won't ever get a consistent like runner form
4: because we we can't carry somebody like this uh, if he's not doing it, pulling his weight, and well, can't uh, carry him financially or sporting wise.
3: I was thinking about this because because he did show when he, I mean, in his in his loan spell, he did show some moments, didn't it? Is he? But then I watched Wales and I saw Bale and uh, Ramsay, and I thought, ooh... Yeah. Could could we risk could we risk being that team Ronaldo as Ronaldo's well a, Ronaldo's Ronaldo's I mean the obvious
4: one I think Ronaldo uh, you know he, he's coming on as a sub and he, he he's still the mindset is you know to play I, I think Ramsey and Bale look like you know burnt out carcasses didn't yeah. they of, of <laughs> players. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> Ronaldo's thing is still something now. I mean, he's but you know, Ronaldo's he's old. It's just somebody who's obviously failing to uh navigate that and there's this big <laughs> yeah. cir- media circus around it. But Katina, you know, you've seen it again, you know, popping up against United was was that's when you thought excellent, that this is going to work. first against Leeds, he was incredible. Yeah, the goal against uh, Man City. Manchester City goal, at that. the Etihad. Mm-hmm. And that 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 goal against the uh, City at the Etihad was the one where I thought, well, a head standing. Between the lines said, well, I wouldn't have had him. But if you can get him for that price, then why not have him in the squad? But the problem was when Gerard was playing him over our record signing, mm-hmm. Emmy Buendia. Exactly. And it was, it was stunting Buendia, his growth, and also the development as a team, which really Buendia should be at the fulcrum of. Agreed. So we'll see what happens. Any other anti-climaxes? The cup draws? Again? The real cup draw was Manchester yep. United, Twice wasn't it? <laughs> in this calendar year. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, 2023 with its... Uh prize of stevenage q <laughs> stevenage's giant killing uh, exe- <laughs> execution at villa park hopefully uh that's the end of that i mean we, we we could have beaten them in that league cup game we just it was just individual errors that let us down there because that would have been a mm. big scalp and if we were coming back with the way the draws kind of opened Goalkeeper. up oh, you'd, you'd have fancied yourself to go on a run there yeah so it's a bit of a shame because that would have been a perfect start from uh emery yeah those two wins in the league and then beating United in the Cup setting up a potential Cup run we'd have been chomping at the bit to get back to see if we could uh, get through that Cup and other than that I suppose some of the options of the badges well the options it was the only ones that are technically public with the final 2 we w- I've already said this uh, on, on previous podcasts but the the first meeting for the the badge options, the consultation group, the whole premise, and it was a good meeting, three hours, was us basically saying, give us all different looks. Like, give us the look from you as a designer who doesn't know anything about Aston Villa. Just do it, then go with, the, you know, obviously the traditional ones, give us the best round badge option. Give us different shapes, but, I think it was all on that uh, fan survey, which was done before the consultation. And the design consultancy did mention a couple of times that they had a very tight brief, which seems to suggest that the club just told them what they were going to design. And we were kind of going through the motions. But at least I averted uh, the round badge, having Aston Villa in uh, a really dull sky blue. It was my idea telling them it doesn't pop, it needs to be in like gold yellow as per you know the original one and they did change that you know personally thank the group for that but uh you know it's only a by badge by the way david thank you for telling me about Stephen gerard <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you uh, for the badge uh, tweak and also thank you for telling me that people hated me online so i got rid of gerard now everybody's happy and i'm number one again uh number one uh, ceo <laughs> Numero Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on uh, to the best limbs moments. They were, they were few and far between, to be honest. It's getting harder these limbs moments because of VAR, isn't it? And when we say limbs moments, it's when you know when you're there, and it, it's, it's the one that makes you. Doesn't mean you're jumping around throwing beer in the air. I'm talking about it, it's want something that means yeah, it's like something. A big and moment. The crowd goes mad. Normally translates to uh, you know what we call limbs, but with VAR, <laughs> yeah. it's. Sometimes I find myself, I'm looking, checking the linesman, I'm kind of waiting, and then I'll celebrate. Sometimes it's not instantaneous, but you but you know now that uh, something like Coutinho's equaliser against United, I would say, was yeah, right up one. there. And you celebrate celebrating yeah. that, and you and you just in, on the inside quietly saying, don't give us any VAR mm. bullshit. I thought, I thought yeah. Bailey against yeah, Man City is.
0: was lively, considering we'd basically batten down the hatches for most of the game and then went up with a friend and scored a really good goal in the end. At home to Man City and the draw was a really good one,
4: weren't we? Yeah, if he continues to do because he is, as I previously said, him and Coutinho. If Coutinho's is on fire, they give you that next level edge that they can do damage against anybody. Yep, and you just want to see that a bit. Just want to see that consistently.
0: Yeah, probably the first sort of what was it. 10 15 minutes against Man United when we went to, and look, both of those goals were greeted by pretty big cheers mm-hmm. as well. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, some of the you know, some of the away ones, you know, like Watkins, the Watkins goal that sealed the win at Brighton, was big. The Chambers goal at Leeds, from what I saw, that was carnage at Eden Road.
3: I love the Chambers one, it was, it was a good the good knee sliding from the th- away fans, the fans as just as as out onto the pitch. And it's no one expects to centre half to to dispatch a goal like that. And either, to do it at yeah, so.
0: Road is just
3: perfect. And actually, I actually
0: remember the the Louise corner against Arsenal. That was pretty mental. Considering we, we'd barely got oh, in there yeah. half, yeah. and then suddenly scored this wacky goal. Unfortunately, they went up the other, the, the other end about a minute later and <laughs> ruined the good.
4: Well, they, the, I think you know it underestimated, but that uh, the first goal at Old Trafford in yeah, that League Cup game because we thought, actually, we, yeah, because we'd just beaten them mm. at we Park was Park, and mm. we're True. thinking. Can we do it? And then you're suddenly on. That's why you're going mad. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. But it was just good to have that mm. belief that just think, ah, actually, it's this yep. is on. And it was on, apart from some howling personal yep. mistakes. Right. So mm. uh, let's get into uh, looking at the calendar year calendar year of 2022 so this is not obviously a complete season this is how villa performed across 2022 and uh in the league table now basically relates to how we've performed over the uh the whole year because we are 12th and that's where uh after 35 matches in uh, the year 2022 we were won 11 lost 16 drew eight 16 yeah that's Jesus. the, the headline start so you've got forty one points. Oh, I am surprised. You've got forty one <laughs> points out of thirty five games. So you are not getting relegated. I mean, uh, obviously, because there's is uh, there's eight teams below you. But when you look above yourself, and you and you now we're you know we're, we're a few seasons in the Premier League now. We've been spending big money, and then you look above you, and you've got Palace who had a better year. You've got Brentford. You have got Brighton, and then you are like, what the fuck are Newcastle doing? Fifth. They S- only lost six games in thirty four games, and this is we were the year before we were like nine, ten points above them ridiculous they were bottom of the league i mean their transformation has been well, ex- they'd won extraordinary. one game yeah and that's what you were hoping for uh, in terms of what villa were going to do yeah, we, made,
3: we we had a dreadful managerial appointment we have lost a year Agreed. 9 months we lost a year 9 months yeah. i
4: venture i venture yeah well i think we've we lost that uh, the season with smith the one that his last season oh, i agree because okay. the start of that it was so
0: disruptive, wasn't we it? The-
4: rushed, I mean, we you know, let's be honest, we rushed in a few of those signings, we had the whole Grealish thing. We did, to the club's credit, replace him in the aggregate. Mm-hmm. But we never played <laughs> those <laughs> players in the whole duration of Gerard. Yeah. Never played never God started the, yeah, together, did they? Buendia Ings and Bailey. Bailey the first time they did, they were 3-0 up in quarter of an hour. Extraordinary fact. That's the biggest kind of crazy fact, that the big hoo-ha about replacing Grealish in the aggregate and everybody's thinking, well, actually, those three players, that lifts your team up. You've got suddenly getting a better team. And unfortunately, they got injured. That's one of the downfalls of Smith was he couldn't play them initially. And there was never any never any rhythm to that season for Smith. But then we just never played them. We never started them. I think Coutinho probably poo-pooed that whole uh, setup, really, in terms of playing well, the three he and the There was a feeling that, well, you have to play him. Yeah. Do you think uh, there's that feeling now? No, not at all.
5: No,
0: no. I don't think there's very many actually that Emery will go you have to play over them sort of Martinez and a few others in the spine of the team there's probably not that many who are guaranteed starters.
4: Yeah. Hey look at I'm just looking at the top of form over the, uh, the year obviously there's one game left uh, for this calendar year. Villa, unfortunately, they play Liverpool. But Manchester City are only two points above Liverpool across the whole year, 75 compared to 73. And here's something impressive. Arsenal are at 71. They've played... uh, Manchester City have played a game less than Liverpool and uh, Arsenal across the year. But to be that close for Arsenal across the whole year because Arsenal are top obviously this season but this is adding an extra few months to uh, their current form so you can see that it's actually I mean they've lost they've actually won the same amount of games as uh, Manchester City as well their problem is they've lost eight they they haven't drawn many they've only drawn two
3: we need to bring Trezeguet back (laughs) it's quite simple Mm
4: -hmm. or we need to get an An Amazon
5: Prime documentary. It makes you up your game.
4: Yeah, but actually uh, it shows you that Arsenal, I think, are a, a serious threat for the title. I think they're in the mix. I'm interested to see post-World Cup
0: with Gabriel Jesus out if they still carry as much of a threat, though. Because I think yeah. I don't think they've got the squad depth that the other teams around them have.
3: I agree. I don't yep, think it I would agree. take they've much to the
0: um, knock them off course, whereas the other teams, I think, have got that resilience built into them a bit more.
4: But in terms of Villa... I mean when you look at uh you've got a problem because of the uh, when you do a calendar year the uh the bottom teams are the ones that either have got promoted or relegated because they've played half the games so let's if you take Burnley Fulham Bournemouth Forest Norwich Watford out of the equation you're really t- talking about uh 17 teams that have really been judged across the year on, on, you know around 35 games there's only Southampton, Everton, Wolves, Leeds and West Ham below Villa So it, isn- it hasn't actually been uh, the greatest of years really To do a three-part <laughs> Christmas special on <laughs> But, you know, that's hey-ho I mean, you go back to 2021, Villa were 11th 2020 we were 6th, we lost We did play 39 games 6th Bo- Boxing Sorry? Day 2020, we beat Palace, didn't we, and we went 6th
3: Hang on a minute
4: Yeah, no, but we're, talk- <laughs> yeah. we're talking about across the whole season Sorry, the whole year. That was uh, because 2020, the the calendar year 2020, we were like 13th over that year. So that would have been the escape from relegation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what does those three years tell you? It just tells you we are a bang average middle of the table team. (laughs) Yep.
3: (laughs) Uh, We'll
4: take that. There has been no continual improvement if you go year by year.
3: No, no, not for the money we spent, guys.
4: <laughs> so this is a interesting second part of the season. Well, it's got to happen, and it always well, got to start happening. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we had expectations for this year, as we said, we've said already. Uh, I mean, like Gerard saying about Coutinho, he's going to get better and stronger. It will still, it will still take him two to three games to get up to speed with the Premier League. It's a process, and he's worked ever so hard uh, for the team. Blah blah blah. Never came to fruition, did it? And then the eighteen. Daybreak that we spoke about in January. We need to use this time as a mini preseason. We need to reset our, our our identity and our style of play in our in and out of possession. Well, we did reset our identity. We turned into a potential relegation outfit, but uh, we are on a better path now. Fingers crossed.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order McDelivery delivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
4: Right, let's get into this uh, top five players of the wonderful uh, mid-table year of uh, 2022. This part one, we'll just do uh, the fifth top player. These were voted on by ourselves and the My oh Said members. And coming in, fifth top player of the year. Aston Villa Player of the Year, Mr. Douglas Louise. Surprised? Yes, surprising since he nearly left for Arsenal on the last day of
5: the transfer window. Yeah, he should have gone. But since
0: then, <laughs> but <laughs> since then he's been
5: good. He's been one of our standout players. Uh, yeah, he's been better. He's been back to his project restart. Where you form. sort of thought, oh, there's a player there. He just needs to turn oh, up. Anybody, I, I, I anybody, like Louise. I like him. I
4: don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind him, but. Anybody who's dealt in crypto, and you know, it was November last year. <laughs> you know, the prices were, were were decent, and you were always told like November, December, that's like, probably a good time to sell because we're going to go into a bear market and everything's going to drop. And you thought, well, yeah, you know, it goes up a little bit, and then and then it just goes down and down. And then you keep well, I'll keep holding it, and then it just goes down and down. And they go, oh, no, it's going to go back up. No, it's not. And it just goes down and down and down. We got offered twenty three million for Douglas Louise. <laughs> Is that going to go up? I don't think uh, so.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In (laughs) modern football, you can... You never can tell. What's the word? (laughs) Say it. lipstick on a peg, you can do it. it, He is Brazilian. Um, I I like him. I think he's... (sighs) (laughs)
4: let Let me frame it this way. If we are to get above 23 million... Or even 23 million. Are we having a bet here? Emery's going to have to really fancy him in his plans. Now, we have to improve, obviously. Now, is Emery looking at Louise going, here's a young guy, he will get better. And, uh, you know, he's he's starting to do all right. So he's going to get better. And I don't need to upgrade him. That's how, the only way he, and then he flourishes as a result. Well, he's
3: using the Morgan Sanson yardstick, isn't he? So he's... uh... What do you mean? (laughs) The competition.
5: Match thick, not your <laughs> Match stick, <tech>, yes.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I th- I, think Lewis is probably one of our more impo- improved yeah. players. I still is think that what you
4: Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, Joe Joe Chappie in, in Match Club, uh, as my old man said, Member said, I know he divides opinion, but I think he's great. Can't wait to see more of him alongside Kamara. Also scored from the corner three times. One of those was in a friendly, in case you didn't realize. Which, <laughs> not, no, not Joe. Joe obviously knows. I'm just saying anybody else who uh, has only seen the, you know, was it against yeah. Warsaw? Yeah. Uh, also scored from... A, a, a corner three times, which has to be worth something. Is it worth £23 million? Pounds though? It or not. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, I'll, I'll put it differently. If that £23 million pounds is on the table and it's either McGinn or Louise, which one would you rather keep and get, get 23 for the other? Oh, mm-hmm. Is this new
4: Whoa. notes? Fresh notes? <laughs> it's a wire transfer. <laughs> <laughs> no tixies, <takesies>, backsies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good <laughs> question, though. Hey, keep Louise. I agree. So, you, you say we're giving you McGinn for that 23 mil? If Hibernian are offering us 23
3: million pounds, I think we should take it. I think that that's one point slip. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yes, Chris. that's.
0: True. I have to agree. Yeah, just because just I think if you're going to get the best of McGinn, you'd play him as a 10, but we've got better
3: 10s. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's a I think Louise is an all round better player. Certainly, technically. I think he's developed more and he's, and he's developing more. Yeah, I think more. he's probably got another gear.
4: Well, it's it's an interesting question because I, I'm still I, I'm still torn uh, in it. The annoying thing about this is David's always right on these.
5: Sort yeah. Of <laughs>
3: I'm, I don't know why I'm advocating in favour because in about two months when he's when he's gone to Arsenal, aren't we? I
4: I'll mean, twenty-three here. for Louise, I'd take it now. As as that crypto uh, analogy yeah. I gave you—you know, if the money's on the table, take it—is all I can say. But yeah. if you're saying you can get rid of McGinn for twenty-three, ideally, you'd probably <laughs> give Louise McGinn's personality.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> just, that's not an option, Chris. Frankenstein operations here. Send him off yeah. to him for a season, but i, I don't know. It's—it's it's hard. No, I'm—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm getting rid of McGinn. Uh, it's not McGinn. I'm getting rid of Louise. How did this even come into it? I'm keeping McGinn. Getting rid of Louise, even though McGinn has still got a battle on his hands to uh, to be considered a first eleven chap. Took his yeah. goal against Chelsea, well, didn't he? In the Middle East,
0: I thought it was a lovely goal. Friendly,
4: friendly, friendly. Hypothetical world, a top four Villa. We somehow get into the Champions League. I would like McGinn in that matchday squad. Oh, yeah. If, as if, if, if long as McGinn's happy to be here, you'd, you'd always have him around the group. Well, if you're in the Champions League, I think he fucking will be happy yeah. to be playing any part yeah. of that operation. Yeah, turkey said. But yeah, no, if it's on the table, I'll take 23 from Louise. Right. That's a good, good debate, lads. Let's move on. Yeah, moving <laughs> <up>, on. <moving up. laughs> right. Well, uh, maybe we're not moving on so much. Most improved player of 2022 who needed to improve. I'm oh, sorry. I was reading. I was actually reading the wrong section. <laughs> 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 well, a, there was uh, pretty much everybody needed to improve, and I think the only yeah. one, the only one that actually made a, a decent stab of it was probably Louise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've yeah, already sold definitely. him though. Uh, Louise, maybe Bailey, yeah, but I definitely. think
0: Bailey was a different kettle of fish because he didn't play. It wasn't like he needed to improve; he just needed to actually get some games.
4: Yeah, sure. Yeah, Louis- Louise was one where he still needs to do more to convince me that 23 million you know isn't a good deal mm-hmm. and it's still in his ballpark you know it's well it you know unless this is some kind of deal to uh tighten up our fee for him i'm talking about louise like the delf situation yeah but this was done under gerard so uh this is the thing he'll have to prove himself to Emery because that midfield uh even though it's shown signs of capability over the last uh, few games, this pivotal to if Filler are going to improve to where they want to be, where we desire to be, then you have to look at these things in the cold light of day. Is Luis good enough to get us into Europe? And also I think you have to maybe ask, do
0: they have the potential to be, have some people maybe hit a glass ceiling?
4: Hmm. Yeah, no. And you know, Luis has got time on his side.
3: He has. I, I thought something that was quite telling was his exclusion from the Brazilian World Cup squad. He hadn't been around it for a while, though, had he, To be fair, yeah. he'd been in and out, and it's it's a difficult one to gauge. I mean, it, social media is a dangerous barometer, and
0: and for me, the guys who were in the squad in his position were elite players yeah. at elite clubs.
4: They were. If, an, he, if an, he was in a <laughs> let's say a second tier, like a decent, you know, a team that would probably get to a second round of the World Cup, he would have probably made that squad.
3: Makes it easy from an an England fan's point of view to, to say what I'm about to say, but I, I thought Brazil Oh, he's Brazil himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that I watched any of that show, but Brazil weren't a balanced nope. 11 for me. Well, it's and not
4: a vintage Brazil
0: team, is it?
3: It's, it well, well, wasn't and um, hasn't been for a while. It always gets and hyped
4: before every World Cup. It's that lazy, of course, African nations of course. are naive, Brazil, Argentina yeah. are the favourites, blah, blah, blah.
3: And I don't know if Louise is the answer to this, but they lacked a composed player in front of the of the back four for me. You know, they had lots of of, of players who were fashionable,
4: and um, you so know. So, in conclusion, um, if Louise wants it, the pathway I think is there. So, yeah. He can. Inspire, two years inspire, is, is inspire Villa into uh, Europe and uh, get in the Brazil team and crack on. Mm-hmm. Right, let's move on to each other's individual highlights of 2022. I don't know if this is personally, professional, <laughs> or, or Villa. Probably just, I'll go with the Villa ones, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, not been I great. Idea. Any uh, individual highlights? High. Not been not a great year at all. Oh, thank, thanks for that because we, we met in Dublin a couple of weeks ago. Oh, apart from <laughs> apart from bumping in, into Dan, I'm, Rogers I'm watching in, India in a Test match. Oh, yeah, did I watch you that? Went with me? Cheers, <laughs> David. It was so memorable, me and Dan. <laughs> well, I remember fell- Dan. Fell I remember Dan. Yeah, because because he bought me a Guinness and it was free. Well, the Guinness wasn't. He paid for it. No, the cricket was though. <laughs> All right, let's let's stick to the Villa then, shall we? Am I first? Go on then. I mean, it's got to be the beating
0: United at home finally for the first time in twenty-seven years. I would say convincingly, Convincingly deservedly so. I would also say actually the first was it fourteen minutes against Brentford. That was just incredible to
4: watch. Yeah, it was actually because from a point of view of uh, just from the point of view of the kind of apathy that was creeping in or had been creeping in. And you know, that feeling that actually this might not all work out, will it? This mm. kind of new owners, they're not new anymore. This, let's say, the recent chapter in Villa, and is it, have we been led down a, a dead end? Are we now in a cul-de-sac of mid-table operators? there's a
0: lot of talk of, oh, these players are crap. It's the players. They're not good enough. They're not good enough. All of a sudden, in 15 minutes, you thought, hang on a minute.
4: Because <laughs> a few days earlier, Brentford had drawn against Chelsea. Yeah.
0: And of course, we'd been demolished at
4: Craven Cottage. Yeah. So after the game, people go, "Oh, it's only Brentford." Yeah, we haven't been Brentford in like, like the last six games. So uh, forget that bullshit. It was uh, a sensational first quarter of an hour where you thought, actually, this could work if you know some we get a decent coach in. And we've already always maintained that these players are good enough, and there's so much upside to them. That's you know, it's our fucking buzzword mm. upside. And uh, they thought, actually. And then we went to St. James's.
5: Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. And got sports washed. <laughs>
4: sports washed. Sports wiped out, I think. But yeah, no, the United game was very satisfying, though, for obvious reasons. And that would be my uh Yeah, highlight. the United game in the January was quite good, where we came back
0: from 2-0 down to draw 2 all. even though it's not like a memorable yeah. moment. But I thought it was a sort of a, a bit of a, another you know, monkey off the back, as it were, against Man U to come back from behind.
4: When you put them back-to-back, you know, both together... Yeah. Those were the last two Villa Park matches against Villa yep. in the league. It's like, well, actually, we're picking and up actually points both, now. Regularly. Both away games, you know,
0: in the cup that we played, we probably should have won both of those as well, really. We yep. kind of fucked away. We were unlucky in the FA Cup and we were stupid in the league cup, but should have won both.
4: Yep, the, uh people forget about the, uh,
0: the FA Cup yep. game. With the two, with the two VAR goals and should have won. Oh, it was ridiculous, wasn't the it? The longest VAR decision of the whole year, probably.
4: So hopefully we keep that up and improve in, you know, improve and start getting those games over the line, mm-hmm. and it becomes a regular occurrence. And then, uh, yeah, then you'll know things have changed. Yeah, Phil sure. my I just have to agree in the United game
5: because like, like I was twelve the last time Villa beat United at Villa Park, so yeah. it was a long time to wait, but. That my highlight is that Emmy Martinez finding new and, and incredible ways of convincing me that he's got a career threatening an injury in the eightieth minute every week. <laughs> <laughs> and not just I, the eighty-eighth minute uh, only. I know it's like I like to think that I can tell when a footballer's faking it, but a couple of times I see he's completely got me. I mean there's, there's one that Mings went over to him and I think he got Mings as well. Mings was looking very concerned he's, after a, a kick out and he just lay down there.
3: But Waving the stretcher on. Was it when Mings was giving him mouth to mouth? If I was to pick a high I mean, it's it's a high from a low really that I think well I, I came I came onto the pod at the point of which Gerard's gone, Danks is in, you know, we had we had, you know we had the, 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 the big four 0 win and then the four 0 defeat. But I, I genuinely believe if we hadn't have made the change, this would be a bleak. Oh, be winter. And it's not. I and mean, it's not, my yeah. dear friends. I think jokes aside, that we, we went from a, a, a genuine moment of um, Could be in trouble here. Eh? Sleepwalking into a relegation, yeah. but I, gen- I, I don't think many, even amongst the fan base, realised quite how precarious things were because Emery came in and put points on the board when no one expected him to do. Big it. wins they were. Yeah. He had some. He had he had free hits really. He had a couple of free hits in there. Yeah, those four games since Gerard went, what nine points out of twelve? Take nine points uh, away from where you are at the minute. Yeah, uh, and and we'll look back on the the cup defeat to United as a missed opportunity, probably.
4: I mean, just, just to join in on this, because I I, mm. I think you, you're spot on in terms of uh, this kind of optimism that we can actually start mm. the second part of the season with. When I, I was mm. looking at that fixture list, uh, obviously after Gerard went, and I was thinking, well, if I was the manager, incoming manager, I would say, yeah, see you after. See you after the yeah, break. Sure. Yeah, sure, exactly. See you, see you after the break. I breaker. remember you saying. Because I don't, want the, mm. I don't want my record tarnished with those last three games where I actually don't have any chance to... Have much of an input and change the culture and all that kind of stuff that takes time. So, I don't want to be starting Boxing Day with three losses under my belt. And people come back after Christmas feeling a similar way. Okay, they're excited, filler are back. But in the back of their mind, it's like this is a continuation, isn't it? But because he was bold, took those got in as soon as possible, mm. won those two games, we are going back, as you described, with fresh optimism and kind of relishing this uh, second part of the season. Um, um, we absolutely are, and if, if you if you just lay me
3: a moment, that there was a an uncharacteristic Villa win in there at Brighton, where we are, we, it was. I mean, Phil referenced the Martinez time waste. It was a it was a, an ugly, efficient, professional away win against a team in great form. Agreed. Against all the form book. Yeah. And it marked, hopefully, marks. Well, no, we we don't know until obviously until the new year, but that was a valuable, valuable three points when we most needed it. And um, you know, a couple of weeks prior, when when Gerard was, I, I've wrote down here just as, as you guys were talking, you know, the Forest and Fulham games for any yep. you know we everyone well, is listening to, to this podcast. Leads as well. Going back a little bit further back, we've watched enough football to. I, I was thinking if you can't. That Forest team was dreadful. That Fulham team was—you know—they absolutely pumped us, and they were a sh- the shocking team, really. Yeah, you know, no, not not going. And I thought, I just thought this—this this looks like relegation. And so you get a manager in. It's very early days, but that—that that would be my, my highlight. Would be that we've we're going into the new year in in far better shape than I ever imagined we would be. Because under Gerard it was this was only going one way, and it was down.
4: Yeah. Uh, just quickly. Uh- Lowlights of 2022, personal lowlights. Oh, uh, shit, I've
3: just done all that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we should have started with these and done their, Sorry, everyone. <laughs> done their positives the other side. But uh, I think just two for me was letting Manchester City... Yeah, was annoying. Just, ...just stomp all over us and use us as a stage. And we became like that. Q- the QPR, where we'll be internally in the reels uh, for how they turned it around uh, and won the league and... Uh, You know, just to be that supporting actor that nobody wants wants that role. And and I think the way, and this goes back to the the highlights, is the way you see those last two games, how Emery, once we're in the ascendancy and in the lead with 20 minutes or so to go, we suddenly revert to a back six or two banks of four or call it what you want and shut the game down, like, ruthlessly. You're thinking, "That's that's fucking city. Shenanigans at the Atiad would not have happened on his watch. No chance. And the other one for me would be what happened at Newcastle. Times two. Just embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, my one was pretty much the last. You know, that's
0: 10 games of the season, the first 10 of this season. There was that period where it was just dreadful to watch.
4: <laughs> we'll just have one low like, oh, it was the last 10 games of <laughs> the last season, the first 10 in, of this in, in more season. more individually, actually.
0: It was a little weak, wasn't it? I think that's we had...
4: 20 in total. We had three
0: home games, didn't we, in, was it 10 days? We had that period of playing, was it Palace, um, Burnley, Burnley and, who else did we play? Liverpool. Didn't beat any of them. Everyone's thinking, wow, we get all these games back to back. This would be great for nice warm evenings at Villa Park. And they were dreadful. The Liverpool game was good for a bit. The other games were so boring.
4: Yeah. And they had the audacity to uh, increase season ticket prices by quite a (sighs) substantial percentage as well. So uh,
3: that's a trigger word.
4: Right. So we will round off part one with uh, final category of outstanding contribution of the year it has got to be only one, ain't there, really? This is, uh, well, there's, there's potentially two, but I think uh, this is the guy that's done it on on the pitch because you'd look at martinez we we're, we're talking about Ashley Young and how he's instilled like a sense of what, how do, what would you call it, shithouse supremo? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Martínez is very good with his 80th minute injuries, but actually on the pitch in the face of the referee, you know, all around the pitch, game is I call it that, game yeah.
0: management, a bit of nouse. This is yeah. something that we lacked. He's, he's ironed out our naivety a little bit as well.
4: Yeah, we, we always seem to be in the image of like Dean Smith. Uh, we were a bit too nice and we were taken advantage of by a lot of teams. My observation of Young
3: would be to, to, to contrast him to, to a Smith is that Young's a real winner in the game. You know, he, he left Villa with something to prove, you know, and, and went to, to, to win and major honours with, with United. Um, and obviously, out to Italy. And uh, my, my, you know, what what I've seen of him when he's come back is that you, I, I must admit, uh, I, I rolled and I when when he returned because we we've had a, we've got a long history of signing players on short short term deals, and it's a you know it's a waste of time, and it's a it's a bit of a pay and when they for players, it as well. But but he's well, he, he's, he's he's scored
4: good goals. He's he's uh, an outstanding leader, he's physically in great shape as well. His first returns. <laughs> suggested Abs- yes we i would i would go for him again and, and we yeah. did and this year yeah. he's been better than last year yeah. he's been
3: better than last year he's um you you'd struggle to look at him and say that he's the age you know i put him at early 30s and he's he's he's, a, he's actually quite rare because in the modern game you don't see many players who can play you could say right you can play defense midfielder or a forward he's got all of that in his bag yeah. you know he's he's very competent as as a as a wing back fullback
5: he's got a level of intelligence that you just think modern players won't have anymore that's sort of like being coached out of the game that's has got of, natural ability yeah. isn't he yeah. really that, that's it's what like you're saying knowing what to do knowing that a game's 90 minutes and knowing when to play when to you know, go for it when, when to not to go for it simple things like that I'll take the yeah. card here I'll just stop the game
3: And he also scored one of the best goals I've seen in one of the most turgid games of football, which was the Forest away game. You know, which was all of the natural ability you'll ever see in in a position he should never have been (laughs) in. You know, on the edge of their box, and and struck as beautifully as as you'll see a football struck. Yeah, in uh, in in stark contrast to the abject anti-football that we've been playing for weeks and weeks. But um, yeah, uh, young for me is a it's it's a standout. He's a
4: young young for me is thirty-seven. He's. (laughs) And that that is the same age as uh, Luka Modric, who in the World Cup mm, was sensational. Out. Looked like he was sixty-five <laughs> in his face, but <laughs> ran around like he was a twenty-five-year-old. You know, he's, uh, he, he was having a shot at the top, and then suddenly uh, on the counter, he was uh, filling in at right back. He, you know, energy incredible and still. Well, on, England, took still on the
3: England took Connor Cody. England took Cody, who was a, a court Edge jester. Warmer within the within, the, within the, the England squad and Young could have actually provided something. Whether Southgate would have used him yeah. is another
4: matter. But but Young had something to bring. The thing we forget about Young is he actually played in uh, the last World Cup semi-final against yep. Croatia. Did he now? Yeah. I forget this. People forget about that. People also forget that Dali Ali was playing in Lingard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow. So you see that the England team has got better. There is an involvement there. But yeah, Young was playing in... Uh, the uh, 2018 so that shows you that uh you know he's uh, top level i don't know uh if he will yeah, carry on another player. season top, top but uh, he's he's been very good uh, this season and it's it's so great uh, that i mean we and we do have injuries uh and to our fullbacks that he when he slots in you don't actually feel any lesser i mean it, i think the the turning point was what he did to de bruyne remember when de bruyne mm. was uh, had had probably a couple of feet on him in a in a foot race and he thought, oh, we're, we're fucked here. De Bruyne is going to skin him, but uh, literally squatted him away. Young, didn't he? Yeah, it was brilliant. Remember that? Absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. I, I like what he did to Harry Kane
5: when Villa were four 0 down against Spurs as well. He was just completely up and them in the middle of the pitch, would didn't end up five. <laughs> well, does that have it? He does that. Have if if you're four 0
4: down, here, it doesn't really matter, does it?
0: He does have a real <laughs> nasty side to him though, which I like. It's the dark yeah. arts. That's the, yeah.
3: the you know he's always had that in his game. I mean, when he was at Villa, he was he was infamous for the that that sort of falling inverted commas and for a penalty and or look, at a kick. His,
4: look at his higher education manchester united and inter mm. milan i mean uh, <laughs> you're getting somebody literally with two masters degrees yeah. in <laughs> the dark arts <laughs> right <laughs> so let's bring uh part one to uh, a close there is two more parts to come plus a fourth part the, the making of parts if you're a oh Mayo old said member if you want to become a oh Mayo old said member and get uh access to ad-free versions of the show, plus extra shows like part four of the Christmas dysfunctional, unapologetic Christmas special, then go to the My oh Man Said website and click on the members link there or on the social media. There's a link in the bio, the link tree, and you can get straight to Patreon there to get all the details and sign up. Don't forget to follow the My oh Man Said podcast on social media at My oh Man Said on pretty much every social media channel. You would have noticed some idents at the start of the show regarding uh, My Old Men Said podcast being part of the Talk Sport Network. This will be something that will be launched uh, after the World Cup at the end of this year, I think, uh, properly. Uh, don't worry, nothing at all is changing. We had discussions about this with TalkSport. Uh, literally, there's, there's no difference whatsoever. But it might give you an extra incentive to be a, a MyOmensive member because obviously you get the pure...
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
4: show with no ads or eye on it. Just saying. Right. Until part two, gentlemen. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from them. Goodbye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas.